We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are back. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one. We want to welcome on a man who probably needs no introduction, but we're going to let him introduce himself, Tyler, a.k.a. Wildcat. Tyler, welcome on to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, if people aren't familiar with who I am, my, my name's Tyler Wildcat. I'm a video game YouTuber. Been doing it since 2011. But before that, I've been a longtime Colts fan, basically my whole life. Uh, some people that already know who I am probably may not have known that, and that's because I haven't really had much to talk about with the Colts for six, seven years, as you guys probably know. But uh, yeah, growing up, it was a huge part of my childhood and my middle school, high school years when I played football. And yeah, so I've been a longtime fan. I, I think the first time I knew you were a Colts fan, Tyler, is when I used to watch some of your Fortnite content and you had the Colts jerseys yep. and I was like, Oh, this guy's a Colts fan. Forgot that he's from Indiana. I was like, Oh wow. Yep. My very first, uh, ever like, uh, my face reveal video on YouTube. That was like, a, it's like a decade old at this point. Uh, it's in my parents' basement and my bed has a Colts bed sheet on it. There's some Colts posters on the wall. Uh, there might've been some newspaper clippings. I remember back in like middle school and high school, like like during like the 06 Super Bowl run and stuff. Mm. Every game, every Monday, I would come into school, read the the newspaper, because I, I lived in Indiana at the time, and I would clip out, like if they won, I would clip out like a cool picture of the article or whatever, and i put it on my wall. Um, yeah, long time, long time fan. That's dope, man, that's dope. Hey, well, I mean, you pretty much answered it, but yeah, like, I mean, when did the Colts fandom start? Were you raised in, uh, in the household of being a Colts fan, or when did that actually start for you? Uh, yeah, I don't really know when it really started. I just know when it really got like intense, but my dad was a Colts fan growing up. I'm, I'm sure that's mostly where it started. Just my dad watching Colts games and whatnot. Uh, but I know my dad also was a Broncos fan for a while cause he lived in Denver for a little bit. Um, but I remember being taken to a Colts game in like 2000 or 2001. So I was like eight, nine years old. And that was probably really where it started because I thought it was super, super cool. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely influence from my dad. And just that, I mean, that's what every family member I knew growing up in Indiana, everyone was a Colts fan. So there was some Bears fans, I guess, here and there. But for the most part, Colts fans. So you were a fan yep. and you watched all the way through and the Colts actually went to the Super Bowl and won yep. the Super Bowl. Talk I still remember. 
I still remember the uh, the Patriots game. You know, I I, I tweeted this a little while back because it, it was like the ten year. What was it? Ten years? Oh no, it's just the anniversary of that game. I don't know how many years it was. Sixteen or something, whatever. Um, and I just remember when that pick six was thrown and they went down twenty one to three, like turning off the game and walking away. I was like, they choked again. I'm like, it's. A, I'm like, I'm. So, I was so mad that they did it again. I was so over it. And then I check back in, you know, five minutes later after you calm down a little bit. I'm like, okay, we got a field goal. Okay, it's halftime. All right. Okay, now we got a score. Okay, and then I, yeah, I just remember that that Marlon Jackson interception. I remember watching the Super Bowl, uh, the Devin Hester <laughs> run back on the on the opening <laughs> kickoff. Again, I had the same feeling as the uh, pick six. I was like, oh, they're gonna blow it. Like this is unbelievable. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I remember those those years vividly as well as the the '04 year when you know 49 touchdowns. Oh yeah, a lot of good memories. A lot of disappointments too. There was a lot of years where they should have won. I felt like I felt like they had like a 5-year run where they should have won every game. They were the better team every game and it was always something. Like you know the 13 and 0 runs and yeah. Yeah, that that I remember that Super Bowl like it was yesterday. 100% it's my favorite thing. Cody, I'm just now realizing this man has Colts highlights going on behind him. I mean, Ooh. guys, yeah. can we get a like on the video <laughs> just for that? I mean, seriously. I mean, how incredible is that? I had to, well, I had to put this TV to use for something. So throw it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, now that you're living in Tennessee, we were talking about this right before you came on. Uh you must deal with a lot of Titans fans now. Yeah, so I, I moved here like, what, eight years ago now? Eight years ago. Uh, my parents moved here a few years before that, and I would visit. And at the time, there was no real other reason for me to be staying in Indiana because I was doing the YouTube stuff. It was just cheap, and it was you know it was all I knew. But then moving out here, I didn't really have any friends in Indiana keeping me there. So I was like, all right, let's come move out here and see, see what's going on. Um, but yeah, a lot of Titans fans out here. But the good news, the good thing is... Colts play here once a year, every year, and every year since I've lived here, I've gone to that game. So nice. So I get nice. to see I get to see one, you know, Colts game in person every year. Um, so he got to yeah. witness a good one this year. Jeez. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I was at that one. It was it was insane. That one was crazy. And then I remember what two or three years ago it was a win and in for the playoffs. Like what was that? Three yep. years ago? Four years ago? Oh, um, yeah, I was at that was at that one too. Ago, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, it, it's always cool to be able to go to at least one game a year. I know I try to get down there at least once, you know, because I live in Indiana. I know Derek lives in Ohio. So, you know, you try to get down there at least once a year and just watch them. But, yeah, I've been a lot of disappointment as of recent with the Colts, no question about it. Uh, Derek, I know this is a question that we always ask, you know, people when they come on. But, man, and sorry if it's going to bring up some old uh, scars a little bit, Tyler, but where were you when Andrew Luck retired? We got to ask it. I'm sorry. I know we don't want to relive it, but where were you at when it happened? Uh, I actually don't. I, I actually don't remember. To be honest, I really don't remember. Uh, I just I th- I maybe saw it on Twitter or something, and I felt like I, it was. It felt like a troll. Like it just wasn't real. Yeah. Uh, it was so jarring and so shocking because it was. It was what like right before or after a preseason game or something yeah, like that. It was third preseason just, game. Yep. Just bizarre, and I'm still disappointed in the Colts fan that booed that man. But yeah. at the same time, like that was like hopes and dreams being crushed. Um, so like I can get some of the frustration. Um, we, uh, we have, yeah. we still have a video up on our channel somewhere. Uh, I think of what Cody and I reacting to that news the day after. And we were like, just, it was like the most sad video you will ever see on this, uh, on this channel ever. Like it was yeah. like the, it was like our hopes and dreams got ripped away from us. Uh, in that very moment. So, you know, that, that definitely was, yeah. Since then I've been able to, you know, reflect and put myself in, in his shoes and understand the situation. Like, 
He's got all the money he could ever need. His body was getting destroyed. He's got other things he wants to do. I get it, but you know, selfish reasons. It's still such a disappointment. But yeah, because it felt yeah. like they were getting closer and closer. There was going to be a Super Bowl at some point. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. But now we got to reset, though, man. And I mean, we we got to see it a little bit this year. Uh, Shane Steichen led Colts. You know, was supposed to be Anthony Richardson's first year. Didn't quite go the way that we wanted to with that. But Indy went from being a one of the worst teams in football the year prior to you know, a few plays away from making it into the playoffs, even without their best quarterback. How'd you feel about the 2023 Indianapolis Colts? Uh, yeah, I mean, super encouraging, super promising looking future. Um, I have most of my faith and excitement going forward is in Shane Steichen more than anything. Like obviously Anthony Richardson looked great and I'm excited to see what he's going to do. But the fact that Shane Steichen is in there and, you know, he had Garner Minshew getting us nine wins almost into the playoffs. And like, I don't know, it just, it's, uh, he gives me like Mike Tomlin vibes in a sense where it's like he's not going to let us have a losing season. Almost, it feels like like no matter what happens, that's kind of the vibe I get. Um, you know, they always have a chance to sneak into the playoffs somehow. Um, but yeah, obviously, super it. super encouraging, especially how young the team is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and Cody, I'll get one more in here. I mean, so we're talking about the quarterback situation. That's all really anyone can talk about right now because we're at that part of the off season. You know, everybody's talking about Anthony Richardson and him coming back and, you know, trying to be what he is. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen clips here and there. Everyone talks about, you know, if this kid can put it all together, this could be one of the next faces of the NFL with the amount of talent he has. Do you have confidence in Anthony Richardson with Shane Steichen to be able to, like, quote unquote, be the next Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning type quarterback for this team? Uh, yes and no. Like, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be the same type of weapon that those guys were, but absolutely. I feel like he's going to be a huge weapon going forward and, and give us, you know, Super Bowl contending seasons, uh, for sure. But he definitely has some things he needs to, to learn. And one of which is to take a hit. Dude is, he's out there getting himself blown up. And, and I, I watched some of the plays and it almost looks like he thinks that if he just slows up, it looks like he just slows down. He thinks he's not going to get hit. It's like, no, these guys are going full speed all the time. They're bigger than all the guys in college. Like, yeah, sometimes it looks like he just kind of slows down. He thinks that that's not going to get him hit. And it's like, no, you need to get down quick. Um, so that's that's one thing I hope this offseason he really works on and learns is like, don't try to be a hero. You don't need to. You know, Shane Steichen's going to call up a great play the next play. You know, you don't got to get it all in one play. And then learn how to take a hit. That's going to be the big one. I, I that that reminds me of the hit he took in Houston when he got that when he got that concussion when he slowed up going. Yeah, he just that, slowed like, up. Is, yeah, I'm like, bro, you gotta, you can't be doing that. This is a whole new league here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, Tyler, the Colts, you know, from where they were in 2022, which probably wanted to, you know, pour bleach in your eyes at certain points in 2022 <laughs> where they were in 2023, but still, you know, didn't make the playoffs. So there's still some work to be done. And so as the Colts enter into this offseason, they have a good amount of cap space. You know, they have a 15th overall pick. Uh, in your opinion, what are some positions that you would really like to see the Colts address this offseason in both those aspects? Uh, I mean, I have a lot of, I feel like a lot of the same opinions as, you know, as a lot of Colts fans, you know, like the secondary, obviously, I feel like is a big not necessarily an issue, but just a weakness. Um, I think they need to focus on making sure they keep some of the key players because you can't build if you don't keep the things you already have. And I don't think the team gets any better by losing anybody, uh, you know, at least a few key pieces. Um, yeah, definitely something in the secondary. I don't know what that is specifically. I don't know if it's corner safety, 
Um, I just feel like the defense needs more difference, like a difference maker. Someone, you know, someone that really, when they're on the field, you notice. I feel like right now they have a lot of guys that you notice when they're not on the field. But you need someone where they're on the field, you really feel like they're making a huge, a huge impact. You talked about like re-signing guys, keeping guys around. Uh, one of the big ones is Michael Pittman right now. That's the uh, number one guy everybody's talking about. Uh, what would you do with Pittman right now? Are you tagging him? Or are you re-signing him now? Or are you just hoping that like during the season you guys can come to a long-term deal? Or what's up with that? Uh, I mean, I, I don't feel like you want to tag him. Obviously, if you if you can avoid it, but I don't I don't know what's going to happen there. But my hope is a long-term a long-term deal, like four years minimum, ideally. Uh, I don't know what that would look like. I don't know if Michael Pittman is just kind of like. Trying just testing free agency to get a little bit more money. I don't even know who really would take him in free agency. Maybe like the Chiefs or something, um, which would not 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 thrilled about that idea. But I think they'll they'll get him a long term deal. I think. I just don't know when that'll be. So you mentioned him, but who are some of the other free agents that you were like, Chris Ballard? You need to make sure they're back in the Colts uniform in 2024 because there's a lot of guys like bigger names potentially set to hit the open market. So who are some of your priorities for the Colts to keep? Yeah. I mean, some of the obvious ones like Kenny Moore, uh, Grover, uh, probably Blackman as well. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Zach Moss. That one, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, you know, that that's a position where you can always find someone to kind of fill a need and fill a role. Um, and then the other one I know a lot of people are talking about is Gardner Minshew. That one's kind of a fun one. Yeah, dude, I, bro, I do a, I do a video or I do a live stream on Roundtable sports every week. And it's with guys from the AFC South. So these are all content creators that cover their respective teams. And Cody, I know you probably don't see a lot of the streams, but they pound me so much over the fact that Gardner Minshew made the Pro Bowl. How in the world could you possibly not want this man back in <laughs> it's the like, he was like, form? And I'm like, because I, we don't even know how, how that happened. Yeah, how did that happen, bro? Just wanted to go to Florida. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not opposed to re-signing him, but he can't be paid, you know, a starting quarterback salary. And he's probably good enough to start somewhere, to be honest. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if if they can get him back for, re, you know, a reasonable price, I don't know what that would be. Then I'm happy with it because obviously he's shown that under you know Shane Steichen that he can at least keep us in games if not win games. He's not going to you know do anything crazy or flashy. Um, and I do think that a backup quarterback. I was initially not on board with like really prioritizing a backup quarterback, but I do think it's going to be important because I do think. Knock on wood. Obviously, don't want it to happen, but I do think Anthony Richardson, you know, may have some injury stuff that pops up. Hopefully, nothing crazy, but maybe one week here, two. Weeks. I mean, we saw him get the concussion. Um, you know, we need to have someone that can step in and still be able to win that game because I think they're going to be right at that playoff contention of like every, you know, one to two wins is going to be the difference. And I think it's very important to get Anthony Richardson playoff experience as soon as possible, even if it's similar to last season where it's like it's not really a playoff game, but it's like a, you know, a, a pseudo playoff game winning in. Right. So I think that kind of environment. Um, so, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here's one position that Cody has been very adamant about, and that's actually edge rush. We're talking about it, and of course, everyone looks at it and says, Colts had the fifth most sacks in the NFL last year. Why would you ever think that they need to get edge rush? Well, we kind of look deeper into the numbers, and it realizes they're not as consistent as their sack number is. And Cody's probably been the biggest proponent in Colts Nation about this, about going and getting a elite edge guy to be able to try and complement what this defense is trying to do. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that an edge should be something the Colts should prioritize, or is that not really something you look into? Um, I don't necessarily know if it's something they should prioritize. Like, I think they'll be okay with the guys they have, but I don't think, you know, I'm not expecting, like, like you said, like, yeah, sure, they may have had a lot of sacks last year, but I can't, I can't think of any, like, memorable, big, game-changing sacks. I mean, maybe I just, I miss some, but it doesn't feel like there was a ton. Again, like, my thing is, like, I feel like the defense needs, like, a difference maker, like someone that can, like, literally turn a game around with one or two plays a, a game. I don't think they have that yet. Maybe someone will step up if they don't sign anybody. But I would like to see them either sign someone or hopefully draft someone that's good enough to be that difference maker. Whether that's on the in the edge or in the secondary, I don't know. Um, but yeah. So maybe if they feel like they can get more value getting a pass rush guy that would be that difference maker, then I'd be cool with it. But I'm not as I think I think I think they can do all right with who they got, but we'll see. They also got the new defensive uh, line coach, right? Yeah, Charlie Partridge. Yep. I don't know anything about him, but he was two-time best defensive line coach in college football over the last like six years. So the man's like probably the best defensive line yeah. coach. That's in one thing I'm going to try to do going into this next season is pay more attention to college football. It's never really been my thing. There's just so many teams, so many players, so much turnover. It's so much to keep track of. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I mean, like anybody, I have so many hobbies. There's so many things going on. It's like, I can only focus my attention so many places. So it's like, the NFL, one team, that's kind of where I stick my focus. But next year, I'm going to try to make an intention to like pay attention to college football a little more. Yeah, um, but yeah. Are you awesome. going to buy the game as soon as it drops as well? As uh, yeah, I think I will. I think I will. I've been having fun with Madden. Uh, you've probably seen, I've, yeah, I've, I've tweeted, seen doing, doing some streams, like rebuilding and playing franchise. Like that's off stream and off recording, I've actually played through like four seasons of a Colts franchise. And I'll have you know, we won like four Super Bowls, three out of Fantastic. five or something like that. Yeah, we were I'll crushing it. And then, and then I thought we were good enough. I could simulate a season and we didn't make the playoffs and I got fired. But you know, <laughs> we had a good run. We had a good run. I mean, that, that NCAA game, when that thing gets released, I mean, that, that'd be a great game to stream. Yeah. That is yeah, that'll probably be worthy. the way that I really get into college football. Like, hopefully, because I think they, they just tweeted today or someone posted today that, like, they're offering to pay every player in the, whatever it is, the CFS or whatever, I don't yeah. know what it's called, but every team that's in the game, they're offering to play every pay every player $600 and give them a free copy of the game to use their, like, name and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know... If, how I mean, many guys are going to take that? Great, that's a great idea. That's a yeah. great idea because for guys that like are never going to get to the NFL from that point, I mean, you're getting paid 600 bucks to be in a video game and you're getting a free copy of it to put yourself in that. I mean, 
it seems like a win-win. Yeah, it's one of those things like it didn't really have to do that. It's like you should, you know, it's yeah. a free offer. Just take it. Don't get greedy and be like, oh, let's negotiate this. Like, yeah, just take six hundred <laughs> bucks. Get a free copy of the game. Get yourself too. in the game. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, I'll learn from that playing that game. There you go. Um, I, we didn't ask this before, but who are some of your favorite Colts players uh, growing up, and who is like your favorite player on the team right now? Um, man, growing. I mean, obviously, I have the Peyton Manning jersey on. Uh, Peyton, Peyton Manning, Marvin Harris. I mean, it's gonna be all the obvious ones. I would say my probably my favorite. It was probably Dallas Clark. Oh, okay. I, just something about Dallas Clark I really liked. Uh, you know, he's just out there. I don't know why. I don't know why it always interests. He never wore gloves. I don't know why that was always interesting to me. But bro's just out there barehanding it. All yep. these fingertip catches and stuff he's making. Yes, uh, I don't know why. I just really liked him. I get. I I like the tight end position. That's what I played. I say played in high school because I never I never really set foot on the field. But that was my position. Nice. Um, Basically, tight end in high school just means slow wide receiver. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so that's what I was. But yeah, uh, I also really like Bob yeah. Sanders. That I wish yes. he would have stayed healthier. But that was like that dude was a monster. The assassin. Yes, that dude was phenomenal. Uh, but oh, favorite yeah. player right now on this team? Uh, I mean, probably Jonathan Taylor. I think oh, yeah. you know, anytime he's on the field, you feel like something crazy can happen. Uh, I think he's the most you know. I, I think I, best player on the team. I don't know if you could argue that. Uh, and they just feel like you get the ball in his hands, something, anything can happen. You could break one for 60, 70 yards. You never know. Um, so yeah. All right, Cody, I've taken yeah. up enough of your time. bro. Maybe Gardner Minshew though. I like, <laughs> I like, I like, I like all the sound bites we get from him. He's funny. We get us. If we just get a style, like if we need someone on the Colts to be on a style magazine, that's definitely the guy. Yeah, and I got, you, go. you know, I got the similar kind of hair going on. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little, say, par- I'm a little look, partial to him. got a little bit of the look going right I'm not there. partial enough to him to pay him a, a, you know, a buttload of money, but if uh, like If Halloween comes around and he's still on the Colts, you should just dress as him. That would actually be, pre- that would be pretty sick. Be super easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's cool. So, uh, Tyler, real quick, where do you stand on when it comes to playmakers? Because we haven't really talked about that yet. I know there's been a lot of mock drafts mocking a guy like Brock Bowers to Indianapolis in the draft. Where do you stand on the current state of the wide receivers? Presumably, you re-signed Michael Pittman. and But where do you kind of stand on getting Anthony Richardson weapons? And where do you feel like the Colts are right now? And what would you like to see them do, if anything, to add more to that arsenal? Um, I mean, I don't think it's a, it, for, for me, I don't think it's a super, super high priority. I think if Brock Bowers is there, then it's something to consider. I, again, I haven't paid super close attention to college football, but just based off what people are saying, if he's like this generational type tight end, like a George Kittle quality type tight end, uh, then maybe you take him, even if that's not necessarily a position of need. Uh, you know, I feel like that's what they did with like Jonathan Taylor years back, right? Like no one felt like they needed a, a halfback, but they get him and he's you know been the best player on the team now for, you know, four or five years. Um, but ultimately, I mean, they were what, like 10th in the league in scoring last year without Anthony Richardson. I mean, that's the real weapon that you're going to get back. Um, I don't know. I just trust that the guys that we have and Shane Steichen, I feel like are going to be efficient on offense. And I think you'll be able to get some value guys, you know, some cheaper guys in free agency guys down in the third, fourth, fifth round type of thing that can fit in and fill little roles. Um, yeah, so it's not a super high priority to me. I feel like okay, the defense so really needs it. Let's have some fun with this next one. So you choose one player in the draft for the Colts. Who would it be? I'll let you have an unrealistic version and a realistic version based off of who you've kind of been hearing everybody talk about. I mean, the unrealistic is obvious. 
Yeah, I feel like you can probably guess it. I want to. Yeah. I want to hear you guess it. Marvin Harrison. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That, yes, that's the obvious. That's the obvious answer. <laughs> um, realistic, I don't know. Again, I haven't looked super closely at everybody, but uh, one guy that I really like, I don't just. I've watched some highlights and just the way, just the, the size of this dude is a uh, Cooper DeGene. That dude is like Ooh, that dude is. Yeah. Dude is a brick wall. He gives me like kind of Bob Sanders vibes. Like he looks like you took Christian McCaffrey and then put him on defense. Mm. And he's got like really insane punt returning skills, kick returning skills. I feel like you could draft someone like that and just put him anywhere on the field, even on offense. Like he could be like a Julian Edelman type guy where you just randomly throw him in at slot receiver and throw him screens or something. I don't know. Um, That's a guy that's interesting to me. That is kind of realistic. I think they could take, but. Hey, Colts fans, listen, he said it, not us, okay? We've we've gotten roasted <laughs> a lot by people saying Cooper Dejean, even though that's a realistic option that probably makes a it's lot realistic. of sense. It's realistic. I don't know. I don't know anything. You know, there's they, probably better corners, but yeah. I, <laughs> dude looks like a little Bob Sanders out there, dude. I don't know. He's, he's, he's built. Love it. <laughs> and I've seen some really awful mock drafts out there of people like, I don't know, we're trading away like, eight picks to get Marvin Harrison. It's like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Did you see Zaire Franklin's podcast on Marvin Harrison and what he said? Oh, uh, no. He what, said what was if, that? So Zaire was uh, on his podcast and he was talking about how if Marvin gets out of the top five, somehow everything in Indianapolis, you literally send the entire building infrastructure to whatever team you need to to make sure that that man gets to Lucas Oil Stadium the next yeah, day, I, bro. That's- I don't know. I don't know. I, if Maybe if it were a situation where they felt like they needed to fill seats, then maybe you do that, you know, right? You sacrifice some, some draft capital or something to get someone like that. But, I mean, everyone's excited for the season already. You don't – that's just hopes and dreams. Yeah, true. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah. So, man, a little bit more of a, a personal question for you. How did you kind of get into the whole gaming scene? I, I'm curious about this. When did that happen for you? And when did you just kind of figure out, okay, I can actually do this like full time? Yeah. I mean, I've always played video games growing up. I, I was just always a big part of my childhood. I my I have like a picture of me when I'm like four years old playing Super Nintendo with my dad. If you look closely in the picture, you can see my controller is not plugged in, of course, but I thought I was playing. Uh, so like it goes all the way back there. Uh, and then in high school, I took a mass media class where we like produced the school news and made videos to promote like prom or homecoming or like events or whatever. And that was just like my favorite creative outlet I had ever experienced was like making skits with friends or just goofy, funny videos. And then in college, I kind of had a more realistic major of just like doing something in engineering. Not very exciting, but it was math and I was good at math. And I at that time also had stumbled upon people making videos about video games on YouTube. And I was like, okay, well that's like two things I like combined. I got to figure out how to start doing this. My first video I uploaded, terrible, terrible video. Um, but there's still a comment on that video to this day from a Mr. Vanoss gaming who now has like 25 million subscribers of him commenting on my video saying, Hey, reach out, message me, let's play together. Cause he had just started out and he was looking for other guys who had just started out to like play with him and make content together. Uh, and then from there, it just, 
took about a year for numbers to really start compounding. And then I was like, okay, I can quit my part-time job and do this instead. And then from there, it kept going. And eventually, it took like three, probably three, four years before I was like, all right, I need to quit going to school and focus on this. And so like I quit, I dropped out of college. And from there, it was, it's just been nonstop ever since. And it's grown and grown and turned into kind of a whole business with you know employees. And it's a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it was kind of similar to Cody and I. Cody had the podcast before. This was originally just Cody's podcast. And then he uh, announces to the world, hey, I'm looking for a co-star. Like, can someone uh, come over here and help me uh, with, you know, joining this podcast? And I was I the first one, Cody, that reached out to you? Or was it just that? You were uh, you maybe the first one. I don't know if you're the first one. You're the first one I saw. And so I said, all right, let's do it. So, so seems like yeah, a good fit. Really seems cool. like a good fit to me. Yeah. And for me personally, I couldn't have I couldn't have got as far as I was doing doing solo content. I need someone to like bounce off of and I just that's just how I, I work better that way and my jokes come out more naturally that way. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of the videos recently <laughs> and I know uh terrorizer's been saying it too and Nogla's been saying the same thing. They say that you're you're best you're best when you're amongst like the group because then you're your personality comes out the most. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, it's just the meshing of the, the personalities or what it is. I don't know. Or maybe I just feel like with all those personalities around me, I can kind of sit back a little bit. And this, I don't know. The stuff just comes to me more naturally. And I feel like I can jump in when I need to and let them take over. And I don't know. It's just a good fit. Cody, you got any more? or? I don't think so. No, this has been fun. I got though. one more I though. I got one more for okay. you, and we can end this with this. I one, have a spicy Tyler. prediction I can make after this too. Okay, uh, it's not that interesting, but it's record prediction first. We gotta get oh, okay. that first before we uh, before we get off here. Okay, is that well, right now? All right, right now. My record prediction. Uh, how how does it even? Okay, I'm trying to. It's right, seventeen. Nine and eight it's last seven, year. Yeah, no, no. I think. Truthfully, I think ten and seven. I think one more win than oh. last year. I think. I think there's five or six wins to be had within the division. You know, I think Tennessee's, I think those are two free ones. I'm just going to say it. Uh, And then I think they can get one or two from Jacksonville and Houston. I think those will be really fun games to watch. So I think five or six wins within the division, five or six wins elsewhere, and right on that cusp of, you know, maybe winning the division, maybe wild card, Um, which um, is kind of what, that's a realistic expectation for me. And that's kind of what I'm, you know, obviously you would love for them to 17 and 0, right? But realistically, that's where I think. All right, cool, cool. Sweet. All right, let's hear it. All right, my it's not that interesting, but I think Minshew is going to go, and I think they're going to get to Rod Taylor. I think that's going to be the backup quarterback, and I bet he play, I bet he sees some playtime next season. I think he's a. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. I think he would fit yeah, in naturally behind Anthony Richardson, and uh, I bet he Ooh. I bet he sees playtime too. Hmm. Okay, all right. Not over Anthony Richardson, I- obviously, but. Right, but I've I've been on the hype train of don't resign Minshew and just draft a guy like late, and you know just kind of get one of those guys that like fits Shane Steichen's like mold a little bit more perfectly, and then he just learns behind Richardson. That's yeah. just my view on it. We'll see. Yeah, that was kind of I what have I any- was curious about was just like the the scheme fit, you know, like getting a quarterback that's similar in style to Richardson, getting that backup because Minshew obviously is not. And no, so it's like, like the complete if, opposite. You know, <laughs> right. And so even if AR had to miss a little bit of time, like you have a quarterback that you don't have to really modify much, you know, because he's right there, plug and play type of guy. So, yeah, no, that's cool. 
That's cool. I like that prediction though. That, that's a good. I think that'd be a good fit potentially. We'll see. That's that's about all I've got. Otherwise, I, there's so many options. I have no idea where they're going to go in free. I don't know if they're even going to sign anybody in free agency. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they will sign some guys to fill some holes, but I don't know. You know the Chris Ballard way. I doubt there's going to be any crazy, crazy signings. It will. It will be another off season of very little happening and Colts fans saying we told you so. Yeah. At least there's a lot to talk about there. There's a lot of potential happenings, but very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, man. Right. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, for coming on. We really do appreciate it, man. Um, anything else you want to say to, to the people before uh, we let you go? No, nah, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. I'd be down to do it again sometime. Um, yeah, hopefully, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay close attention this season. So maybe, maybe closer to the, the start of the season or mid season or something. Uh, but yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. Only thing I gotta say is go Colts. Appreciate it, man. Yes, hey, Cody, you 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 finish it off because that's how we finish it with that one right there. That's how we finish it. Oh yes, my bad. Sir. Yeah, I, so, took, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Okay, yeah, no, you're right good. <laughs> you're good, man. So yeah, everybody, uh, as Tyler said, go Colts. Yeah.